Over just the last few years, we've seen more and more force plates and pressure mats used by instructors and players of all levels. Alongside launch monitors and motion capture, like we covered in the last two episodes, measurement devices on the ground have become one of the key pieces of technology making a difference in how people are teaching and coaching golf. And today, we're going to take a look at this tech and talk with a couple companies in the industry. Let's get to it. You're listening to the Golf Science Lab. We're bringing to light important research and concepts you need to understand to improve your learning and performance. Hey, I'm your host, Cordy Walker. Thank you so much for joining us. This is the final episode in the fourth season of our show. We've covered the golf swing. We started with biomechanics and we've made our way through to technology. uh, And we've covered that the last three weeks. It's been a really good adventure uh, capped off with the golf swing summit, which has just been incredible. So thank you so much for joining for this season of the show. We have a lot more planned. So we're going to take a very short break and be right back with more episodes on the podcast. If you are not signed up for the mailing list, make sure to get on that so you can stay up to date on all of the things that we have coming this summer. There are just so many cool things on the way to you. That is at golfsciencelab.com slash insider. So you can get on that and stay up to date. This episode of the podcast is sponsored by KVEST. KVEST has two primary systems. The KVEST, which is a four-sensor system, and the K-Player, which is a two-sensor system. Martin Hall recently shared his thoughts on the K-Player and how he uses it with students. I've never seen a piece of technology that helps people find the positions, or the angles maybe I should say, that address better than the K-Player. If you love golf, you owe it to yourself to look at the K-Player. Head over to k-vest.com and watch a full video with Martin Hall showing you the system in the real world and how you might use it. We're back with instructor Liam Mucklow, who's going to give us his perspective on this part of technology again in this episode. You know, the first first pressure plate that I had was the Sam Balance Lab. Now, I actually put about 1,100 people through it in the four years that I had it, so we did get a ton of data. Uh, I've been using body track since not long after it came out, actually looking forward to test out the new software and stuff tomorrow. That stuff's supposed to be great. And I've also recently spent a fair bit of time using the S2M plates as well. I've never had a true six off force plate, let alone dual plates, but they are on the shopping list for the new center we're putting up here in Toronto. So he's used a few different products over the years, and he brought in a few words there, which are going to kick us off in this conversation on what we're talking about. We've got pressure, we've got forces. What's the difference? What are we doing? Let's get to it. I'm going to do it to the best of the best of my ability as a user. Again, the first difference, just like with a motion capture system, is you know kind of understanding what it's measuring. You know, so the majority of devices out there measure you know pressure, which is force spread across an area. So kind of, uh, you know, that's it doesn't measure uh, torque forces against the ground. It doesn't measure shear or kind of the di- diagonal forces. The, the pressure is vertical force spread across an area that is, uh, you know, is then kind of presented to you. Typically, the interfaces have just, you know, been your two feet that are down on the mat. And you can see, you know, where is your center of pressure, which is the the average amount of pressure. So there, you know, 
the center of mass is different than the center of pressure. So I think that's one of the first most important things that someone needs to understand is that, you know, uh, center of mass, center of pressure aren't the same thing. Now, when you get into the sixth off force plate, again, measures, well, basically measures every type of force in terms of both direction and magnitude. So when you start to work with those types of devices, it gives you significantly more information about, you know, not just where where the pressure is, but the direction and magnitude of force that the golfer is applying to the ground. I think that the next, you know, in the next 12 to 15 years, I think we're going to see the same type of growth in force plates in the coaching world as we have in the last 12 to 15 years with launch monitors. You might remember this, but Dr. Scott Lynn confirmed this from one of our previous episodes where we talked about the ground. Pressures are only perpendicular to the surface that you're on. And if you think about it, I mean, if I'm standing and I want to move towards the golf to the target, like if I wanted to do a Gary player walkthrough drill, I have to push away from the target to get myself to move towards the target. And that force is not perpendicular to the surface. It's like parallel to the surface. So the shearing forces, the ones that we use to create rotations and linear movements in the golf swing, any kind of pressure measurement technology doesn't measure that because that only measures what's perpendicular to the surface. So Swing Callus has a balance plate, which is our pressure plate. It only measures pressure. It doesn't measure those shearing forces. So we can't really tell whether you're a glider spinner or a launcher from just the pressure plate or just the balance plate. We need the motion plate, which has a force plate underneath the pressure plate. And so the force plate can measure 3D ground reaction forces. So the Swing Catalyst motion plate is the only one that measures 3D ground reaction forces, where there's a lot of companies that measure pressure. So like Body Track measures pressure, the Sand Balance Lab measures pressure. The S2M force plates, they only measure vertical forces. So they have force, but it's only in a vertical direction. There's no shearing forces. So measurements of pressure are definitely going to be the most common as pressure mats are cheaper and potentially more portable for golf instructors. Although they don't measure all of the different forces involved that's going on with the ground, they still provide a lot of value for a golfer and a coach. It's communication for me, just plain and simple communication. So I mentioned earlier, I'm, I'm all about the sample size of one. You know, so I, uh, I guess there's kind of, there's two things that I'll do with it is number one, just when a player's hitting it well, I'm going to just capture what it looks like. I'm just going to have it. I'm going to have it and I'm going to just save it if they hit it bad or just going to file it away. And, you know, I have one more piece of information that helps me understand kind of how they tick, how they work. The other, you know, the other thing I'll do is if I'm working on change with someone, you know, different people respond well to different types of communication. And there's a lot of people out there that respond very, very well when you just simply put up the live feedback. So I use it in conjunction with the V1 app. I'm looking forward to trying the new app that they just launched with their own integrated video. But I just like to hold it in front of the person so they can see essentially exactly where they are in their golf swing and live at the same time, see exactly where their pressure is as well. You know, and, and just use it again as a way for them to feel what the change is going to be like. You can't ever tell someone what to feel. And that's where using this type of biofeedback with either with the pressure mat or with a 3D system is just, it, it's so much more effective for retention. It allows them to, to feel it and 
their own way. All right. So let's talk with our first company in this episode. It's Body Track. We're going to talk about some of their products, a bit of the story with the company president, John Thorpe. John Thorpe and president at Body Track Sports. And Body Track got started outside of golf, as we've discovered a lot of tech companies in the industry do. The parent company to Body Track, Vista Medical, developed a really innovative fabric-based force sensor. So initially that was developed for and is still and, and used a lot in the healthcare industry in hospital beds and post-acute care surfaces. And uh, this is going back a few years now, I think to 2012, 2013. Uh, Vista uh, got in, put in touch, got in, in contact with Terry Hashimoto and uh, started chatting about other ways of using that core technology uh, outside of the healthcare applications. But that, that data, that information is really helpful for better understanding the golf swing, but that there weren't really very many portable options and really no companies that were focusing on making that data really attainable and, and understandable uh, and actionable for in golf instruction. So kind of a, one thing led to another, and, uh, and we launched the very first body track product um, at the PGA show in 2014. So if you've never seen a body track, one thing that's really interesting about it is that you can roll it up. They don't have to be installed in a studio and it's not like a rigid piece of, of plastic or, or wood. That's because it's a fabric based sensor system, which is pretty cool. There are three layers to the sensor. There are two, two of them that are fabric and then a, a semiconductor layer in between. Um, and so we pass a, a current through uh, to the outer two layers and they're um, orthogonal to each other. So the, the lines or the, the strips run uh, in opposite directions, which creates a grid pattern. And so that way we can read how much pressure, how much force is applied to the effective cells across the surface of the mat. And because it's fabric based, allows us to uh, obviously have a, a portable design, hardware design for the product. Measuring vertical force. Uh, at any point on the surface and then rendering that in a number of different ways. So rendering that as pressure and calculating center of pressure, displaying that center of pressure velocity. Shortly, we'll be releasing a center of pressure displacement graph, uh, which I'm pretty excited about. I think has a number of applications that haven't really been seen yet in the industry. I think the one that's definitely used the most is uh, is center of pressure and the, the trace that the center of pressure creates over the course of a movement pattern. Uh, that's probably the most used um, and probably on par with the pressure distribution bar. So that's just looking at toes versus heels on either foot or on the lead versus the trail foot, the percentage of pressure that's applied. You can think of it as a, the quadrants of, uh, of the mat surface. So that's probably number one. And then uh, stance width obviously is, uh, is fairly, fairly frequently used. Um, something's called release factor, which is the timing between the fastest moment, uh, rate, of, rate of movement of the center of pressure in the lateral direction, the, the timing between that and impact. Then the center of pressure velocity graph is used a lot. And then with the release of our, our newest products, um, the dynamic vertical force graph is uh, now being brought to the market. BodyTrack has a bunch of great researchers and coaches using their product and on their advisory board. If you want to learn more, I highly recommend their level one certification they put together with Mark Blackburn and Dr. Sasho McKenzie. And if you're an instructor, maybe pick this up. If you're a golfer, find one near you. A lot of insights here that you can gain from getting on a pressure mat like body track. You know, one of the things we're always trying to do is ask our customers how they're using it day by day. And obviously, we have customers who use this product in every single lesson. We have those who use it in from time to time when they're working on one particular thing and, and then everywhere in between. And one of the things that I hear from 
I should say kind of almost all of our customers is using it in a biofeedback mode. So working with a, with a particular student, diagnose something that they want to work on with that particular swing, that particular student, um, and then just turn the iPad around, put it in front of the student, and then have them working on, let's say, getting to that lead side prior to impact. And you know that ability then allows the instructor to hopefully move on to some other things and to keep progressing. So it's that kind of visual retention. Thank you so much, John, for joining us and chatting about what you all are up to at BodyTrack. Thanks again. Well, I mean, uh, it's always part of the assessment, right? So, you know, it's, it's always a, a piece of, it's always a piece of the puzzle, you know, as to whether it works its way into the day-to-day coaching environment. That really depends on the person, you know, and, and what makes sense to them and how they receive information the best and what they're working on. I mean, you can use it in so many different ways. Our second company is a bit of a newcomer to the space. They're called Smart to Move. Just at this year's PGA show, I stopped by the booth and they had some really cool things there. So we're going to have a chat with them, hear a bit of their story, what they're up to, and some of their products. We're talking with John Paul Fernandez. So I'm an engineer in biomechanics in, in human science motion. So I've done studies specialized in the sport motion analysis uh, and, uh, and training. And, uh, and in the company, uh, I'm an engineer, but I'm, uh, I'm since the beginning. I've been the first employee of the company. And uh, so I'm the technical chef officer. Smart Move has been created in March 2015 um, with a partnership between uh, Gregory Lebrun, the CEO of the company, and, uh, and a partner of him for the financing part. His idea was to rebuild a system existing since nearly 10 years of force plate. It has been developed with a French company, which were in the medical field for rehabilitation and this kind of thing. And they developed a good product, but they were not uh, really introduced in the, in the golf industry. So his idea was to, if, if we do something with the force, measuring the force with the pro, the client should have something after on the course or on the, on the driving range when he's on his own, just to be sure that he can control what he learned with the pro. So this is where he got the idea of having the force plate for, uh, the teaching pros and uh, a system, a light system for the customer. And this is where you think about creating a, a pair of uh, pressure, uh, insole pressure, pressure of insoles. So we have another story of adopting technology from other industries into golf. It's kind of cool how companies are doing this and bring these new insights, new technologies to the golfing world. But there was something unique that he shared there, which I think is kind of cool. And what if we could have something that the instructor used and then something the student could use to continue training with? Great idea. The force plate, that's a system which is using uh, force sensors, which is much more accurate than pressure sensors. This is why we use this kind of technology. Uh, We've got four force sensors in each plate. We've got one right plate and one left plate. You know, when you talk about golf and you want to analyze what's happened under feet, you need to identify what happened under the left foot and the right foot because their roles are different during the swing. So you need to know exactly what happens under each foot. This is why we decided to do two force plates with four sensors to be accurate and have the best data you can have for a reasonable price. 
Okay, so smart to move, there are two plates, one for each foot, and they measure pressure in vertical forces. And they can do something unique by having these two separate plates is they can measure center of pressure of each foot and then also have a center of pressure normally as we might see. But you might be asking with two separate plates for each foot, how do they know center of pressure? Well, they have a process so that before you're using the system, it knows how far apart the plates are as well as technology to see where you're standing and where the plates are. And he mentioned something else interesting is they're using force sensors in these plates versus pressure sensors, which they're using in the insoles. Yeah, absolutely. So with Spark Move, we launched the first pressure insole with all the uh, pressure sensors and electronic battery uh, inside the insoles. That means you don't have any cable, you don't have anything outside of the insole, a small box or anything like that, everything is integrated in the insole. Uh, we decided to use pressure sensors because they are very thin, so that's something you can have in an insole while the force sensor, which is much more accurate but thicker, is not possible to put in the, in the insole. So uh, that gives you indication about the distribution of weight. You can compare how much you apply under the left and how much you apply under the right. So you've got the distribution between left and right. We give that in percentage. And then we also give uh, if you are more in the front or in the back of your feet. So that gives you all the information about weight transfer between feet and the balance between front and back. So we, we can go deeper in this part, but the thing is that for some people, we know that between the ball of the feet and the heels, that's the way you can create torque or not torque. That means you can create rotational things by using uh, the center of pressure in opposite direction, or you can just be balanced by using the feet. So this is where you can analyze that with the insoles. So I love the idea of these pressure insoles. It, it seems really cool. You know, you can work with an instructor in their studio with the technology, but then you're able to take away a piece of technology that lets you train anywhere and even gather some data in the context of the golf course by putting this insole in a shoe and going out and playing golf. And although it might not be as accurate as a plate or a mat, there is some feedback that you can still get because there's a big gap between these $350 insoles in a $35,000 force plate uh, that you might find at a university. So obviously the data is going to be a little different. Well, in this particular world, there's a, there's a huge jump as soon as you get into 60 force, like you're talking up uh, $30,000 plus to step into that world. So it's pretty unrealistic for most golf pros. So odds are you're going to be using some sort of a pressure device, you know, pick what suits your usage pattern. You know, if you got to travel with it, the body track is going to be the best for sure. If you have a, a fixed studio setup and you want to integrate launch monitors and stuff like that, you know, you may want to look at the swing catalyst or the balance lab if you already have a sand putt lab. So match it to your usage. And then, you know, the biggest thing is really understand what you're measuring. You know, understand what your system truly measures and be articulate with your language so you communicate clearly. If you want someone to shift their pressure, say shift their pressure. Don't say shift your weight. The weight, you know, is their center of mass. So, yeah, just know what you're using. Thank you so much for joining us again. Make sure to check out more info from our guests. Uh, number one is Body Track. You can find more at body b o d i t r a k 
sports.com slash golf. Make sure to check out their level one certification. I went through it myself. I really enjoyed how it's put together. Learning from Mark Blackburn and Dr. Sasha McKenzie. Good job, guys. Secondly, smart to move. You can learn more about them at smart, S-M-A-R-T, the number two move.com. Check out the, the products that we talked about. We also heard from Liam Mucklow in this episode. You can learn more about him at mygolflab.ca. He has a bunch of fantastic education programs going on there. Thank you so much for joining us for this entire series. This was so much fun to put together for you all. Make sure to become a Golf Science Lab insider. It's free. Head over to golfsciencelab.com slash insider. Get access to the content first and stay up to date on what we're up to. This episode was hosted and written by me, Cordy Walker. You can follow me on Twitter at Cordy Walker. It was edited, mixed, and produced by Just Hit Published Productions. Music includes Drop of Water in the Ocean by Broke for Free, licensed under Attribution 3.0 Imported, and Kelp Grooves by Little Glass Men, Attribution 4.0 International. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you all next week in the Golf Science Lab.